Ah, hey there, welcome back to the 55 Podcast, or welcome to the 55 Podcast if it's your first time here. My name is Ben Williams, I'm the founder of 55 Mates, and I'm here with my good pal, Anna Gambrel. Oh, sorry, I don't know why I was waiting for you to say my name. Say my name, say my name. Shh, quiet. I was just wondering if you were having an exponential crisis on an <laughs> exponential crisis. <laughs> Who am I? I was. I, I was. I. Yeah, I was just. I was holding a suspenseful pause. But I am Anna, and I am a digital marketer, and just you know, a good bud of Ben's. We obviously deliver the the fun facts, the stats, I. content hacks, and the content hacks. Thank you for the rhyme and for jumping in there. I appreciate that for ruining my rhyming moment. Well, it's the first time I thought of something that wasn't snacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're always snacking. Nom, nom, nom. Speaking of which, um, we've got some delicious facts for you, but, oh, there's a massive cruise ship coming in the harbour. <laughs> Sorry, it's a nice, nice, nice view from the podcast. It's a random, recording. random thing to just scream out there. There's scream a cruise out. ship coming into the harbour. <laughs> they're bringing all the COVID people. No, it's not. It's actually my, one of my favourite things to do. So from my lounge room. Yes. Uh, we can see the cruise ship terminal at Circular Quay. So I pretty much know when they're coming, when they're leaving, where they've been, where they're going, because I have an app. You have a cruise ship app. It's amazing how many cruise ships turn over. Wow. Like, there just seems to be a new one in there. Turn over? Like they... They'll come in the morning and like they'll they be... They sink in the harbour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they roll all about, they do the hokey pokey <laughs> and they turn <laughs> around. Because that's what cruise ships are all about. Is that that is a great song, even though it's <laughs> extremely dark concept, but I love it. Uh, no, so they'll come in in the morning very early. Often they'll come in about five. Yeah. Uh, and then dial the people at yes. the cruise ship terminal. We'll turn the boat around. So get the cruise people out, exactly. the new ones in. Yeah. Food in, food out, rubbish in, rubbish out. And then they'll be gone in the afternoon. They're very bad at leaving at their departure time because it's normally four. They'll have to be four, three or four hours late. Really? You can see the tugboats come over and be like, oh, for fuck's sake, they're nowhere near being ready, so they'll have to go back again. Um, so I watch it all from here, and then I kind of just get fascinated by each cruise ship that comes in. Wow. There's a really tiny one in yesterday. I could barely see it when we went down to the harbour. It's the smallest one I've seen. But yeah, so this cruise ship is, I would be saying, running late, or it's not going to Circular Quay, it's going around the back. It's just moving through. Yeah, it's huge, though. It looks like Titanic in my mind, but I don't see a lot of cruise ships. I want you to start a podcast that is just you comment. It's commentary on cruise ships in Sydney It's Harbour. like train spotting, but for cruise ships. Yeah, it's just you sitting there and like... Oh, uh, so today we have the uh, Royal Princess. And <laughs> by. And, and uh, the uh, COVID Princess is just behind. The COVID Princess! It's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon to say that, yeah. but it's true. But uh, we digress, as you say. We digress? I think I, I digress. <laughs> we digress. I always just bring you on my journey. No, it was I, I, I started. Actually, you did. You screamed out cruise ship. <laughs> that was a cruise ship. I just happened to have a story time. You had a great story. Thank you so much. But we're going to start quickly with an intro game. Then we're going to do fun facts. And then we're going to hit you hard with some great information about YouTube discovery campaigns. Without further ado, let's jump into the game. True or false, Ben? Do you know how this goes? Yeah. So if I think it's true, I will say true. If I think it's false, I will say false. Yeah, unless it's opposite day. And if I don't think it's either of them, then I'll just have a freaking good guess. <laughs> you just yell, no. Fact number one. Sorry. I got distracted by the cruise ship. You did. As did I. <laughs> Fact number one. Over 500 hours worth of video content gets uploaded to YouTube every minute. True or false? How many hours? 500 hours. Over 500 hours. True. Correct. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You win. That's a lot of content. So the point is, it's a lot. It is. 
Fact number two. You can download videos from YouTube. True or false? True. False. <sighs> so YouTube's in-app download feature only lets you save videos to watch offline or on the app. You can steal them. Well, there are <laughs> lots of dodgy apps um, yes. or software programs that you can use, yes, but uh, we're not condoning that. You can re-download your own videos, though. Yes. I've... The ones that you've uploaded. Correct. Yes. Mm. But not other people's content. No. Yes. Please follow copyright guidelines. <laughs> Thank you so much. Fact number three. The most watched video on YouTube is Harry Styles' music video as it was. True or false? False. Do you know what it was? Oh, I think I used to know what it was. I can't remember anymore. Sadly, it's not Harry Styles. The most watched is Baby Shark video. Shut the front door. Shark! Baby Shark! Baby Shark! Baby Shark! That one. No way. Fact number four. 77% of internet users between ages 15 to 35 are on YouTube. Is that true or false? True. Correct. 77%. If you don't have content on YouTube, what are you even doing? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to pull that joke out again? Well, <laughs> Actually, yeah, we did that one, did too. What are you even doing? If you're not on YouTube, where the hell are you? You're on LinkedIn, <laughs> you're on LinkedIn I guess. Really? So one episode is- behind on our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> where you are. Yes. Yes. Get on both platforms. In a <laughs> nutshell, uh, fact number five. The top five global searches on YouTube in order in 22 are BTS, PewDiePie. He's a Swedish YouTuber with 11 million. I know who he is. Great. ASMR. Stop doing any ASMR yes. noises, Ben. I discovered what ASMR was like yesterday. I know. We've been talking about it all morning. <laughs> I was hoping it wouldn't make it to the podcast. Stop doing that. Really creepy. Is this actually one of your facts? Yes. Oh, wow. So I'm giving you the order of the the top five global searches. Okay, ready? I'll do it again. One is BTS, PewDiePie, mm-hmm. ASMR, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. and Baby Shark. True. Is that true? Yes, it is true. <laughs> so ASMR, as much as you think it's weird, is in the top five of global searches on YouTube. I'm going to put a poll on this episode. Yes. Because you can put polls with Spotify podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I'm going to ask how many people enjoy ASMR. Sure. If you're an ASMR person, vote yes. ASMR person, you're categorizing them being like, are you one of those people? (laughs) Okay, just for some context, I began a lot of ASMR videos on TikTok and I didn't know it was a relaxation thing. I thought it was some really weird kink. (laughs) Well, it is for some. So I've been watching it um, just out of interest and... It just seems bizarre to me. So I've been rubbing things against my microphone <laughs> for Anna's pleasure. Speak for yourself, buddy. Uh, rubbing the- things. It's, I mean, like my teddy bear and the plants. Love that you just admitted you have a teddy bear in your house. Like, my teddy bear. Do you want to hear it? Oh, okay. Come on. This is for all you ASMR freaks. Here it is. <laughs> Just, it's, I don't think my laugh is an ASMR thing. That is not like, soothing at all. Someone told me I sounded like um, a banshee once at all night. Banshee? <laughs> my laugh is horrible. No, it's not. But it, look, honestly, that just sounded like you were like a podcaster with a big beard and you were just grazing your beard <laughs> against the microphone. I'm sure there's a sound out there for me. I just haven't discovered you haven't it. Maybe it's the unwrapping presence on all the slurping soup ASMR one. Maybe that's you. Uh, <laughs> you into that? 
Mm, currently not. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I, I'm open for opportunities. <laughs> for kinks? In the market for a new kink. <laughs> <laughs> Send me your ideas. No, please don't. Um. <laughs> yeah, not for me at the moment. So we'll, I will keep looking at ASMR videos until I find a sound that I like. Great. And you can give us an update next time. I might like it more if I didn't get the visual on yeah. TikTok because yeah, yeah. seeing people doing the actions is a bit odd. Like whispering and staring into the camera. Hello, like, oh. Anyway, if that floats your boat, vote yes. I'm really curious to see how many people. Yeah. Apparently it's quite, like it's a big It's a big thing. thing. It, obviously it's yeah. one of the most searched things. It goes back to like, so the hairbrushing, it's like we yeah. used to pick lice off each other as monkeys. I mean, I'm quite jealous really that I don't find it. Yeah. Because it's such, I could do it to myself. You could. You could brush your own hair. And I'm such a Leo. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. It all makes sense. I have more fun on my own. No, <laughs> well, that was almost a fun fact in itself, Ben. You've already given us a bit about the trend of ASMR. but uh, Yeah, if you didn't know what ASMR is, now you do. Well, I'll kick it off then with my fun fact before sure. we jump into our info and discovery campaign. So, did you know... That Ursula from The Little Mermaid was inspired by a famous drag queen? Ooh. I did, but I was... No, I didn't. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> so a Baltimore-based drag queen and actress called Divine inspired the early sketches of the iconic Disney villain, which is amazing. Um, unfortunately, Divine died a year before the movie was released and never got to see the character come to life. I love Ursula. She's such a great character. She's so sassy and she's just got big eye makeup. She's so good. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me. I was like, of course she's based on a drag queen. That makes sense. I know. There's so much controversy around like who should play Ursula in the new movie. Like she'd be a, a queer queen. Uh, a lot of people think it should be a drag queen. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd put Ginger Domingue for it, to be honest. Yeah. She has done uh, She has done Ursula. But. Didn't happen. No. Did they just book like an AFAB assigned female at birth? I actor? think the uh, controversy over Ariel took most of the spotlight right. away from it. The hoop was playing Ursula. Who's playing Ariel? I don't know the actress, but it's upset because it wasn't a white actress. Oh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. White people were like, Ariel's white. Lots were, yes. but Oh, uh, my God. White people. Jeez. I don't think people care anymore. Anyway. So, yeah, fun, fun political fact. Great. Uh, <laughs> what have you got for us today, Ben? Well... Again, mine's a fun fact about YouTube. I didn't realise... Sorry, I was being fun, but you were being... I'm being boring. <laughs> so, here we go. Did you know that YouTube made the first free worldwide online broadcast of a major sporting event in 2010? With 60 cricket matches of the Indies Premier League. It's not even a fact that you I enjoy. You don't even like right? cricket. I don't like sport, really, so I don't know why. Keep going. That's it. That's my fact. <laughs> they, just, they did a free broadcast. The first. The first. Broadcast. Free broadcast. Free worldwide. Like before Oliver. ESPN and any of those ASMR, Foxtel channels. That, yeah. You're just saying words now. <laughs> yeah, ASMR. CIFN, um, ATO, <laughs> X-File number. <laughs> sports. <laughs> sports, sports. Sports. I think you did me dirty. I thought you told us our fun facts were going to be about the topic. <sighs> the sass, the nerve. Did you know that 100% of all anagambrils do me dirty when it comes to fun <laughs> fact time? <laughs> <laughs> that is legitimate. <laughs> Are you looking for another cruise ship? No, it's the same one. See, it's not, it's just take, they take forever to they come do. in, don't they're, they? They're big beasts, aren't they? It's like a freaking... should be called water beast. a massive one, isn't it? Yeah. They're like bloody... Um, Moving buildings like skyscrapers. Yeah, they're huge. They're like literally compared to the various buildings around. I'm actually us. amazed at the ingenuity of them. Like, 
the actual structure. Like it's, I fucking find it crazy. Like a buffet table, like a whole buffet table <laughs> that goes across. No, that's not. I meant the machinery behind the screen. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Without further ado, let's jump into some information about a YouTube discovery campaign. I'm excited because this is because we haven't done one before, so I have no real insights on what these are. So Hooray! I'm, I'm here to learn, just like you guys. I'm learning. Hi. Good job, Millhouse. I'm here to learn. That was very good. That was kind of kind of like Millhouse the Bart Simpson somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what was the vibe. So YouTube, we know it's you know the the second top search engine. In the world. In the entire world, which is huge. So it's a great place to have content, period. We've given you some hot stats about how often people are using it, love it. But if you're actually going to start paying for ads, you know, where do you start and how do you set up a discovery ad? So first start with what is a YouTube discovery well, campaign? Well, I was going to ask, what is a discovery ad? Yeah, thank you so much for checking in. So YouTube video discovery ads or in-feed video ads um, can appear in several different environments on the YouTube platform. So you can get served something in search results, video watch You've pages. Been served. You've been served. Or within the mobile app. So what's clever with discovery ads is that they look identical to ordinary video placements and they have like a video a visual thumbnail. So you might have seen, I don't know if you've seen like a little thumbnail with it, there's like a little yellow icon below mm-hmm, it. You mm-hmm. might recognize that, but it kind of feels like it's part of the natural you're being served a video that's cuckoo. I've heard that in a couple of our episodes, actually, and I'm like, yeah, poor Carla hasn't been able to edit it out. No, that's so I've fine. been talking over the top of it. Ben has a cute little cuckoo clock. It's gorgeous. Yes. So, yeah, they're kind of like an undercover ad, if that makes sense. You know, it doesn't look like an ad. Uh, to trick you. Yeah, it's just visual thumbnail, headline, body copy, and it's great for encouraging user interaction because it just doesn't feel like a sponsored ad, which is excellent. The main difference, like I mentioned, is that little small yellow ad tag that's included in these discovery placements. So I'm just looking for one. Yeah, good. Now have a look now. <laughs> look it up. See the little yellow dot. How do they work? So I've sort of mentioned it above, but just a little bit more detail is that a discovery ad will appear in highly visible locations. And the whole idea is that it encourages users, of course, to click and discover more about your brand. Once a user clicks on that discovery ad, they're taken to a particular landing page, maybe it's a lead form, or maybe it's a different YouTube video where they can discover more information about your products or services. So it's interesting, like whether you want to keep them on the platform because maybe you have a lot of content already on your YouTube Mm -hmm. account. I mean, I'm not sure with 55 Knots what your current content body is like. Well, Well. our content body works out. (laughs) It's very fit. Oh, uh, we don't do a lot of you. We have stuff on YouTube, but we haven't done any much with ads. Yes. But a good tip I got from Russell Brunson. Yes. Traffic guru is often, you know, if your goal is to engage people with video content, mm-hmm. then share it with them where they're ready to engage with video content. Yeah. So like hitting them on LinkedIn within video content probably won't do as well as YouTube when they're already ready to watch videos. Interesting. So, Makes total sense. They're, they're in the video watching mode. Correct. I don't use YouTube very often, do you? I often use it to watch like motivational videos or get tips on like guitar. At the moment I'm learning guitar, so I'm watching hacks on how to hold the guitar and how to do chords and that kind of thing. But I don't watch channels consistently. My partner John's like consistently on YouTube. Really? But it's long form. Ah. I find. So he's only watching long form stuff, educational stuff, mm. whereas I just don't have the attention span. Well, yeah, you, you like podcasts as well. I like podcasts because I can actively walk at the same time. Yes. I do sometimes 
with YouTube Premium. Yeah. You can't do it if you don't have YouTube Premium. To download or save it or? Like if your screen turns off. Yeah. It stops the audio. What, that doesn't happen with Premium? Yeah, it doesn't happen with Premium. <gasps> so you can actually watch, well, you can put a YouTube video on and walk mm. around and listen to it. As a podcast. Yeah. Interesting. That is a good fact. Yeah. Sorry. I know that's not what we're talking about. No, no. But I think what I've taken from what you've said as well is like, sure, you could take people from a discovery ad off platform mm. to your website order, but actually it sounds like it's probably a better option to take them to one of your YouTube videos because they're in that YouTube watching Well, if you want them to headspace. subscribe, then next time you post a video, they'll see it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you want to warm them up. Yeah. I mean, you do both, but. A-B test, baby. Depends on your objective. If you want to create a content following, then it's probably best to keep them on YouTube. Absolutely. That yeah. is very true. What is? What are the goals? Yes. What are the objectives? And then and then create some metrics, um, conversion metrics around that. One of my favorite things about YouTube now is that they don't show dislikes anymore. Because mm. that's it's a, a downer, isn't it? It's a, such a downer. You can mm. still see them as the creator. Yes. But there was this, I don't know if this is a, one of your facts, but I think there was, there was psychology that YouTube... I uh, thought that people just getting dislike because they wanted to downvote videos and necessarily say if you're a competitor of mine, just go and see a video and dislike it, just so that, that there's numbers there of dislikes. And so there's psychology around making people think the content was crap. So by removing the public facing of how many dislikes a video's got, mm. I think there's actually a lot less dislikes now. Oh, it's kind of an awful function anyway. I mean, it doesn't help anyone, does it? Yeah, it's not very cool. No. No. That's nice. The yes. troll, less trolls. <laughs> it should be just like like or report. Like, yeah, I think if you're reporting a content because it's offensive, that it's offensive, <laughs> then, then go for it. But like, I don't see the point. Yeah, in it's like making... like or don't like. Don't make someone go, I hardcore dislike this. If I've had 100,000 views and only two likes, I'm, I think that's enough to know that people don't really like it's it. It's quite clear. It's yeah. very clear. It's extremely clear. Fun facts. <laughs> Discovery ads. So if you're going to create one, and I think you'll have some good input here, Ben, um, in terms of creative ideation, like how to make a video that's eye-catching. Of course, you're thinking about your target audience in any of this and going, what are they interested in? You know, you're trying to think of relevant content. You're trying to think of targeted content. High-quality video content is obviously important so that you've got high res. It looks professional, particularly Mm -hmm. if you're a content creation design agency. agency. You need to have high-quality content. It's not like TikTok where it can look a bit more... On your phone? Yeah. Like the YouTube needs to be of a higher. A bit more polished. I suppose, do the discovery ads work through to, because they've got YouTube shots, which is like their version of Reels. Yes. Yes. Actually, I have to check. I'm I'm sure you could link through to that as well, but you probably want a bit of a bigger bit of content. Yeah. I don't even know how you post to it. I was trying to post to it the other day. But John watches a lot of YouTube shots now. Wow. Interesting. But it's just basically, everything's just basically TikTok recycled through Every other platform. Well, that's the thing. People are like posting it on multiple platforms, aren't they? Yeah, but it's just yeah. TikTok. Yeah, it's just TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Whatever works. I mean, it's kind of a nice way to get a little snack of something and then maybe subscribe for the longer form yeah. content. But in terms of video editing, if, if there are people that obviously film some stuff but want nice yes. graphics added, that's something you guys can that's do? That's something we do. So, yeah, we can help you put infographics over the top. We mm-hmm. can really jazz up what you're saying. Yeah. Um, cut it up in a nice way. Color grade it. Make some the audio. sound effects. Yeah. Carlo loves to add some sound effects. Uh, audio engineer it. Aye. Yeah, but we can do all that for you. Excellent. Make sure it's eye-catching. As low as $9.90 per month. <laughs> Two hours of design per day. No, but it's a good point. If you're going to pay for ads, like a discovery campaign, and you're going to, you know, even, even just the thumbnail that you mm. have for people to click through, what is that? How is that visually engaging? Yeah. And then once you click through, how can you 
continue that quality mm. of, of um, creative product. Yes. What is key about Discovery Ads, and I have mentioned it, it, is just this idea that users are not being interrupted. So I don't know about you, but I loathe non-skippable ads. Mm. I mean, you have premium, so you probably don't deal with them as much anymore. No. What? Yeah, you don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> I get so angry with unskippable ads and the reason these are so good is because they're not forcing someone to look at a – I feel like it's always fast food for me. I don't know, those 15-second fast food ads are just – but you won't be irritated because these just sit as an optional click-through in a relevantly placed Yeah, I think it's, like, it's almost like Pinterest with the way they do their ads as well. Yep. It feels like it's part of a Pinterest board, so yes. you feel like it's genuine content. Yeah. If you're going to do ads on YouTube, skippable ads are cheaper to run because I don't think you actually pay unless they get a full view mm -hmm. or it's over like, or it's over 30 seconds or something. Oh, I don't know. There's a percentage of the video play. Yeah. So if you are trying to save money. Do skippable. Skippable, yeah, because yeah. if people can't skip, they're yeah. going to pay for every single view. Yes. Mm. It's cost effective and it doesn't make people get angry. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of efficiency as well, uh, advertisers will only pay for their discovery ads when there is obviously a click or they deliver a, a particular user action, whether that's a video view or the click. Cost efficiency is a key thing and that's what discovery ads enable. So it's absolutely something you can try for lead generation um, in terms of saving money but still driving home a particular action. Mm. Cool. How do you do it? That was my next question. Words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so you've obviously got a Google Ads account, I would hope, um, as a business. If you don't, make sure you get one. Step one, you've got to select your main objective. Maybe, maybe it is sales, leads, website traffic. Select the goals of your objective. So within that, are you wanting converted leads? Are you wanting someone to begin checkout on your website? You know, you make that more granular in terms of what, yeah, what success would look like. You select discovery as your campaign type. <laughs> you obviously choose your campaign language, your location settings, all of those basic pieces, a bid strategy for your campaign. I think what's key is make sure you select a bid strategy that does align with your business objectives. So that's something to think about, whether your bid strategy might align with converted leads. But mm -hmm. as you're going through it, obviously you'll see these prompts come up. You've got a cost per action, which is obviously – a setting you get to choose, cap the budget per day. A lot of this sort of stuff is consistent across other ad platforms when you're setting up paid. Yep. Um, you want to add your start end date. You want to add your website landing page details or the YouTube video URL that you're linking through to. You want to create an ad group, create an audience. I think, Ben, you and I are very much familiar with A-B testing with all of these. And mm -hmm. so I think the key thing is, Whatever you're selecting for your first discovery campaign, you want to make sure that you are being specific with audience and then maybe the next one you run, it's all the same creative, all the same variables, but a different audience. Or what's, what's the one variable that you're going to keep changing as you're testing? Yes. Sorry, I thought it was a question. No. Well, yeah, or do you have any notes around A-B testing? I mean, it's it's something we could certainly do more of an episode on, but in, in a YouTube context. Well, just make sure that it's an A-B test, not a split test. Not a split test. What's a split test? Well, a split test is where you're basically testing very different things. Yes. So it might be different words, different images, different colors, and a lot more variables. Yeah. Um, so you're actually split testing one version versus another. Yes. Whereas A-B testing is very much granular. So yep. this one's red, that one's blue, which performed better. 
Um, so it's one variable versus one variable. It's an A-B test, whereas split is multiple variables. So it's harder to actually tell what it was that yes. made the, it perform better. Yes. So that's... That is a hot tip. That's a hot tip. Yep. And it's such a basic thing, but honestly, like, it's a huge breakthrough if you can really accurately A-B test. So I imagine if it's going on Discovery and it's going to go on the feed with other videos, you might want to really think about the title. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it's organic. Yep. So... A lot of YouTube videos are how to do something or written in that way. I think um, I gave my partner this advice when he was creating his YouTube channel. Mm. He's got a lot of organic followers, strangely. Um, <laughs> cool. Because I said, I'll just treat it like a search engine. So how you write the title, the keywords and stuff that you put with it. Make Just think about what the person's going to be searching for to find it because that's how you'll get organic Followers, and this is obviously paid. So if you write it the same way, you want to spark them to go, hey, I want to watch that. Mm, totally. Yeah, so just think, maybe even do the search on YouTube and see what other people are saying. Get some in, yeah. some inspiration of keywords. Yes. Trending words in, within the theme. But like, that's a great idea. What would you type in if you were trying to discover yeah. the service or the information you're offering? Yeah, because you don't want to be like, how to dance on one foot. And then it's like, <laughs> Black Friday sale. <laughs> yeah, discount to learn how to dance on one foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're offering now? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Where the wind's blowing, you know. Uh, you've got some moves. I've seen them. But yeah, that is a, a good tip as well because we know that SEO is such a huge. I mean, tool. I don't think it really matters if you're paying for it, but um, but it's more the psychology of the people. Yeah. But if you want to post that video on your on your YouTube organically, then yes. think about the SEO as well. Excellent. That's a great hack. And one more tip on the discovery campaign setup is just to make sure you do tick the use optimized targeting option because, of course, we know there's a lot of AI optimization within ads and this will help you access relevant audiences more quickly. And statistically, love a stat, it actually boosts performance by 20% if you do enable that optimized targeting. So make sure you do that. That got you out of bed this morning, didn't it? It did. That, that was my, my delicious morning stat. Mm, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's sort of, they're the steps. Discovery, ad campaign, you want to do it when you're trying to think non-interruptive, naturally placed content that is relevant so you're not annoying people. And it's also efficient cost in terms of ads cost because you're only paying when people are clicking through and and actually taking a particular action. So it's really empowering. And if you're not doing it, you may as well give it a crack. You may as well. You may as well. Thank you for that. I've discovered a lot this morning. What a double entendre. What a pun. What a pun. Oh. <laughs> I expect no less from you. But if you do need some help with your YouTube ads, getting your videos spruced up, you know where we are. You know where we 55 are. 55 knotscomau Yes, we'll be hanging down at the key looking at... You've missed our Cyber Weekend sale already, oh, but we do have no. a free trial of seven days oh, on our Light Breeze plan. Oh. So if you want to give us a whirl for free, get 10 hours, absolutely free, in your first week. Give it a whirl. Thanks for joining us and learning about YouTube discovery ads. My name's Anna. I think mine's Ben. This is the 55 Podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at podcast at 55knots.com.au. Until next time, fair wind and smooth seas. Toodaloo.